0: Welcome to the Doug show. Just kidding. So yesterday I posed a challenge uh, or just simple questions. I figure let's take some time for anybody that doesn't know us or maybe tuning in for the first time or maybe didn't get a chance to watch our season. Um, I figure any of our fans, I'm sure they have questions. We certainly get a lot of questions through social media and I wanted to take some time to answer and Have no filters. My wife is on a show unfiltered, so I got jealous and I just wanted to put filters or no filters on this show.
1: You wanted to have no filters either.
0: I didn't. I'm an open book um, and I I always want to be, but I threw out on Instagram a story and not even a story. It was a video and I said, I'm going to give one day, so 20 hours, I think it was, (laughs) where Anybody that commented hashtag hot marriage cool parents ask any question I'll answer anything. I haven't looked through the questions, but I copied and pasted them to a Word doc. So why didn't you look through them? Because I I, I want it to be genuine. Not I like your
1: answers yeah, genuine.
0: So I I don't want uh, rehearsed answers exactly. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give the the truth and nothing but the truth.
1: So help me, God. Right.
0: So Jamie was unaware of this. Ask Doug anything.
1: Yeah, because I was. Okay, so true story. Since we've been in LA, we have been so sick. So first Henley, then Doug, now me. I don't know if Henley's still sick. Doug's definitely sick again. I blame it on the daycare. Yeah, Henley's actually never been in daycare. So our in my in laws, Doug's parents would always watch her at home, and we have a close family friend who watches her as well. So we've never. She's never been in like a daycare. And the doctor said, "Well, you know, it's either going to happen in daycare where she gets sick all the time, or it's going to happen in kindergarten. But inevitably, she's going to be around other kids, and she's going to end up getting sick. So, you know, it is. You know, every kid goes through it. It's going to run its course. And in is running. Right now, my throat is killing me. (laughs) Mine too. (laughs) My nose is runny. Gracie's nose has been nonstop runny, and I feel like hell. But that's when you just, I guess, you just have to suck it up, right? I mean, it's the weather." Yeah, so that's it. I'm going to go to urgent care in the morning because if my throat good doesn't feel better. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> Doug stabbed himself in the hand, so I mean, <laughs> so you guys see that on Instagram, Doug yeah. stabbed himself in the, in his hand. So Why don't, we t- why don't it's tell him a that good story? Thing. It's a good thing we live close to a hospital. Yeah, we do live close. We're in a city there's a hospital on like every block, I feel like. Mm. And uh yeah, Doug. So the story behind Doug stabbing himself in the with in the hand is I think I was going to bed early cuz I, you know, I wasn't feeling well and <laughs> I hear Doug scream like a girl. I did not. It was a manly scream. It was a very girly scream. And I come out and there's blood splatter. Now I make this sound like so dramatic, but... There was was, blood splatter. There was blood. I'm not even kidding you. There was blood splatter on the wall. (laughs) There was droplets of blood on the floor. And I was like, what the heck happened? This is going to become like... I'm holding my hand and I (laughs) I knew
0: immediately that it it was deep. And I knew immediately that it went in pretty far. Um, and probably would need stitches. And, and I was like, you're fine. When you're married to a nurse um, that does labor and delivery, um, I guess there's no such wound that is cause for panic. I mean, honestly,
1: Doug, it really wasn't that deep.
0: That's because I squeezed all the blood out in the sink. You didn't <laughs> see that part.
1: He kept on like opening it and closing it and showing me. And, it was like, kind of cool. And I was like, Doug, stop playing with it. Like It'll be fine what if you it? stop opening it.
0: What wasn't cool was the way <laughs> the way that I cut myself.
1: Yeah, um, you stabbed yourself with a knife. Yeah. That's not cool.
0: So um I I smoke vape. Uh I smoke a vape, vape thing. I'm a um, I'm He's a, a vapor. I'm a vapist. And um <laughs> So they have little screws on these devices and they don't give you the screwdrivers. Um, <laughs> small enough.
1: The vapes it's, don't uh, come with the screwdrivers.
0: Yeah, so and I didn't have my my tools with me he here. doesn't have
1: his tool his tool belt
0: i, I barely have winter clothes so <laughs> we were on a limit um and uh i yeah. watched
1: marie Kondo before we came so, so i was like two yeah. shirts only
0: so i take a knife and i put the knife into the mini screw because it has a, a small thin little you know you know how a knife is i'm not gonna explain a knife but um so it slipped um it <laughs> slipped and it went right into my hand and uh yeah, so I got uh, two stitches. Um, they did, they said they didn't need any internal stitches. So um, that's
1: because it didn't really go that deep. They were just being kind, giving you any stitches. No, my hand is black and blue. Uh, if you watch the YouTube this version of out. this,
0: <laughs> we don't have any other gauze. <laughs>
1: Doug, I've
0: been wearing the same gauze
1: Doug, for two days. Doug's hand wrap is hurting. <laughs>
0: I wonder who did
1: it. It didn't look that when I first wrapped it, but it's all just, right.
0: So. Um, I promised that I would get to some questions and I don't want to carry this on too much longer. So um, Jamie didn't know about this when I put it out there. Um, but then I took all the questions, I put them onto a Word doc and I figured, you know what, let her read it. Yeah. So a lot of them will, uh, I'm sure, will be questions about why we're in LA. I think I can Yeah, I think we should just,
1: we have gotten so many questions about why are you guys in LA? And I wanted to, like, I, I want to like, take a moment to tell you why exactly we're in LA. This is supposed to be Sorry Doug's Q&A. Sorry if you those
0: questions.
1: <laughs> this is supposed to be Doug's Q&A here I go telling you. But the whole reason we're in this LA... Also,
0: more of your idea than, yeah. than mine, so you can tell.
1: That's exactly it. So I've always wanted to live in Los Angeles. I've always felt like California was like the place that I belong. And when I'm here in California, I come out here a lot to shoot um, Married at First Sight Unfiltered and... I just feel at home here. I just love California. I don't know what it is. And I you know, I last I remember this very like vividly last winter I was we live in New Jersey. I was sitting at home in our living room and we had a newborn at the time and I was freezing. We both caught the flu and I was like just kind of Not miserable, but kind of. And I was like, why? Like, and I was just thinking also, like, there's a time frame now. Like, I can't just stop and do anything because we have a daughter, and one day she's gonna be in school, and we can't just come to California or any place really at the drop of a hat. So literally last winter I said to Doug. You know, I'd really like to go to California. He's known this since we've been married that I would love to live out here in California. We have
0: work out here too, so it just kind of yeah.
1: fell in line. Like my I'm very I'm a registered nurse and I'm very passionate about labor and delivery and being a nurse. I am also so incredibly passionate about TV hosting and connecting on a on a larger a larger uh platform. Thank you. I don't know what the word is, but like I love to be able to connect with multiple people. And the great thing about Being a registered nurse in bedside nursing is that you get to like deeply intimately connect with one person. But I like to have that deep intimate connection with a large, like with with so many women. Like it's amazing to me when just the other day we were at the LA Zoo and someone stopped by and like just like tapped us and was like, Oh, are you Doug and Jamie from Married at First Sight? Oh, I absolutely, you know, I love following you. I felt inspired by this. And there's literally nothing that feels more amazing than knowing that you have helped touch someone's life in a positive way. And you've so really... why are we in LA? So the point of the matter is, is that I do get work out here. And you know we have this podcast now. And ultimately, the whole reason we're in LA is really that I just put it out into the universe. I was like, I want to live in LA. And I, I really don't know that it's going to happen if Gracie's in school. So I said to Doug last winter... I really want to make this work work because I knew Doug could work remote. I knew that I work out in LA all the time, so it wouldn't interfere with TV hosting work. And um, I was already struggling. So I was working per diem at the hospital, and I am in LA so often shooting, you know, Married at First Sight Unfiltered and just doing just a ton of different things that I was having a hard time keeping up with, uh, you know, giving my you know the hospital requires at least one shift every single month and i absolutely love being a nurse but i couldn't even give them that like it was like inevitably like they would uh, they would so need the shift when i was shooting in california so mm-hmm. that's why we're so ultimately we're here because i put it out into the universe and i really i i believe in following your dreams and not putting yourself in a box and like setting limits on yourself and checking it out yeah, and I think, you know, since we've been here, we, we really love it and we're, we're and there is
0: work out here. There's work know.
1: out here and we're thinking about buying a condo out here.
0: A little Airbnb couldn't hurt anybody?
1: Yeah, we are thinking about buying a condo, um and living in it part of the time and then Airbnb it another part of the time.
0: Until the daughters the daughters. Daughters until the kids go to school. You know, then it'd be a little bit tougher, but it'd be nice to have something on the West Coast.
1: I just genuinely believe that if there's what, Doug. Doug is hiding me. Michael. I'm not hiding
0: you. I want to get to my questions.
1: Oh, okay. Well, okay. To wrap it up on why we're here in LA, genuinely it was something that we just I just put out into the universe and I didn't know if it would ever happen. And it's really been a dream of mine. And so I've like if you're out there and you have any wild dream, anything at all, do not say that you cannot do it. Literally put it out into the universe because I was once a little girl thinking I could never, ever live in California. And then I got married to a Jersey man, buy a house in Jersey, still think I'll never live in California. And here I am in California and we're contemplating buying a condo. So never, ever, ever doubt you know, what you're capable of and what you can do. Done. Done. Now on to Doug's Q&A. Yes.
0: Not to be selfish.
1: So at...
0: Yes, so I was going to say... Um,
1: S-H-S-D. You put their handles yeah. on there too?
0: Yes, because I, I I I warned them. <laughs> I didn't warn them. I said, um, just know that you, if we read the question, which well, I think we can get to all of them, um, we'll also read your handle.
1: Yeah. Okay. This is awesome. I want to do a... Can I do a Q and a after this, Doug?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, w- I would say maybe we'll have another mini one and then... Um, you know, I, I, I do think that it's nice to, to field questions and, you know, we're personal on social media, but uh, rarely do we ever get the chance to, to speak to people. And this is kind of speaking to people. But yeah,
1: we're definitely, I feel uh, like we are in your guys' homes talking yeah. to you. It's really nice to be. So maybe you'll like throw is,
0: it out there at some point and then I'll yeah. I'll mix and
1: take yeah, a, an hour that.
0: to tell you about New Jersey. And um am <laughs> just kidding. <Dug>. good. <laughs>
1: I hope that was an inspiring story. (laughs) It was. Because I I genuinely believe that you should not put yourself in a box. Okay. So at me, S-H-S-D asked, what has been the most difficult chapter in your marriage after the show ended? Whoa. That's a good one. Jeez. Um, We're just like jumping head in, diving head first in. So
0: um, I don't think that the transition from show to not show was difficult at all. Um, I think early on that we both established uh you know let 's be the same people on and off camera i don 't know how to be on camera i didn 't know if Jamie knew how to be on camera um and we just kind of went with it but luckily there was being the first season there 's no template to work off of there's no uh script they just wanted to film everything, so we got a chance to be ourselves and not have to follow some mold um, I would say the toughest the toughest chapter was certainly when we had to move back to my parents' house and moving into the house while Jamie was pregnant. Um, you know, it was just a miserable place living at my house. I just, I became sheltered. I became skinny. I was losing my job and going into a brand new house. It was just, that was the hardest time. Um, and I wasn't right with myself. And, and I, I believe that if there was a a point where if Jamie wasn't pregnant, we, we probably would have split up, um, at some point. Um, you know, we did some counseling and, you know, just time-wise it was, you know, we, we got to a better place afterwards. Um, and you you know, I'm never, never fortunate to go through a hard time, but it does kind of show you who you are and and what you have and what you want. And, you know, that's the part of marriage that's, you know, going to be, you always should work on, on marriage and yeah. So that was the hardest part.
1: Yeah. I would say that was the hardest part too. Um, there's a lot that happened during our pregnancy that we weren't public about because when you're going through that rough of a time where we're, we were really close to, to separating, mm-hmm. you know, there was, we had to guard ourselves against like just, I guess, outside voices because yeah. it was that, like we were on that thin of a rope. Um, but I am going to talk about that in my new book that's coming out soon. So stay tuned for that. We'll, dive deeper into that and we can talk about it here too but to it's, it's a long it's a long that would probably be yeah. like a long podcast to explain everything <laughs> that we were going through but if you guys want to shoot out the questions to us and you know of course no, we you have to set it. a time frame like i did you know they can just ask me the question if they mm-hmm. i mean literally one person emailed me about a postpartum depression podcast and then we, we did it we did it so no. literally just shoot us an email i kind
0: of want to go through these not quickly but i kind of want to get to all of them
1: okay doug you keep you keep cutting me off. What am I talking too much?
0: <laughs> no, this was this is my chance to to okay. tell the world about Doug. Okay, or just tell Instagram. I'll stop talking. And the world.
1: Holly Degru asked, "What is one positive thing about marriage that you didn't expect?" Um,
0: one positive thing about marriage was how much communication uh, is the difference between happy and just disconnect um, before being on the show, um, you know, my, I had good relationships and I always had good relationships, but, um, the communication part was always a struggle for me. I would just brush things off, but, you know, by brushing things off, nobody knows how I feel. Um, I was never bothered by anything. Even if it was a bother, I would just shrug it off and you kind of lose, um, you kind of lose trust that way. And so, being on a show like Meredith, first, I we were forced to t- to talk about everything. Um, so my uh, I would say that the 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 positive was just learning how to communicate um, and how much uh, how much you did have to work at it.
1: Linda Hendricks wants to know: Are you and Jamie thinking of moving to LA? Say yes.
0: <laughs> I like where she's going. Maybe temporary,
1: a couple months. I'll convince them soon enough. Let's <laughs> so get him a wetsuit so we can go surfing. Right. At Buddy Sue eighty four asks, "When are you and Jamie going to tell us what you guys are doing in California?" This is like <laughs>
0: this is so funny. I knew I knew that was going to come a bunch.
1: Uh, oh yeah, right. we just told you. Mm-hmm. Um, at Princess Peach seventy one uh, says, "Question for Doug: Why did you guys temporarily move to California?" I guess you can tell we definitely have not read these questions at a time because they're all the right. same. I'm going to scroll down and make sure. I guess everybody just wants to know about California. Mm-hmm. We all know how Jamie felt about this is by Cindy Webb twelve. Mm-hmm. We all know how Jamie felt about you at first sight on your wedding day, but how did you feel about her? Ooh, this is a really good question. I know you said she was beautiful, but can you go into more detail about your feelings for her on day one and maybe day two? How did it make you feel the way she was acting towards you? Cindy Webb Twelve, this is a really good question
0: which it is a good question and um my my thought process through the wedding and everything was just um the person that is walking down the aisle is so scared and nervous and you know being being in sales and face to face sales you learn to kind of read situations and you know we didn't know each other and I still needed to sell myself to her she needed to you know kind of let down her guard um but keep in mind I I didn't see Any of her laying down and crying or going into, you know, I I didn't see any of that. I was, you know, off on the side or, you know, it it was. I just remember the the producer there was like, "Doug, this is your time to turn your charm on." So I knew we had this whole experiment in front of us. Um, I was nervous when I walked in and and saw her family sitting there. Um, It was such a. Such a, a wide group of people um, that she you had on by that? her side, just like it was, just like every every walk of life that I was seeing. And you're what trying, do you mean by you're that? trying to read the crowd? So I I didn't know who your family was. I you know I and when your sisters came down, um, you know it was like uh, this is the mom, this is the uncle, um, and then you had friends in the back. But I don't even know if you had twenty five guests. Did you?
1: I did. So this is uh, okay. We were only allowed to have twenty five guests each. And, like, literally three of my sisters were part of my guests because they are part of my bridesmaids. Mm-hmm. And then the kids counted as guests as well. And That's I right. had all my, I had uh, two nephews, wait, two nephews, the ring bear, two nieces there. Matthew
0: didn't, it was just Colby and Kirsten uh, that came down. Matthew but,
1: was there too. So, yeah. like, all the, I had all these kids. Mm-hmm. So, it, and then they said, oh, well, you can't, you know, whoever's in your wedding party, they count as is your guests. So I had to uninvite people because. Yeah. So I, yeah, I,
0: mess. I didn't, um, I didn't know what to expect until Jamie walked in and then obviously she's, uh, drop dead gorgeous. And,
1: Aww, um, thank
0: you you know, it was, uh, from there, it, it was easier because I knew that we were going to have time away from the craziness to get to know each other. And, and I'm confident in myself and who I am. Um, and it only took me three days.
1: Yeah. But Doug, it, still, uh, I don't think you really answered her question. I didn't because just that, that was beautiful. that
0: was how I that, that was just kind of how, how I felt. How did you
1: feel about me? Like were you did you did you, was it love at first sight for you? No. it
0: No. No, it was I mean you were a beautiful person across and you were a stranger that I was married to. Um I but How did
1: you feel about me? Like were you like yeah this is whatnot.
0: I got a I got an extremely positive vibe when we sat down in our room at the time we got to the end. And then once we were dancing slow dancing to your the song that you co-wrote um, you know, that's when I kind of settled in because you you were very standoffish and you were very kind of distant. Yeah, I like really You didn't want to sh- do any of the emotion stuff. You didn't want to do any of the like touchy feely. Yeah, stuff. because that's so, weird. I know. So that's that was. My, you know, it was almost like I felt it was not a a challenge, but it was like you know, okay, well, you know, I'm going to have to get to know this person. So it wasn't love at first sight.
1: I always thought you were in love at first sight.
0: No. (laughs) But good question.
1: Yeah, that was a great question. I'm really disappointed in the answer. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so they call me Bianx. uh, Says, during your season of maths, how did you learn to move past the fact that Jamie wasn't attracted to you at first? Do you still struggle with this insecurity? How did you both process and grow from the initial rocky start?
0: I'm not a, um, I'm not an insecure person. Um, I am very confident in myself, who I am, my family. And I know deep down that I have a very good heart. And I always took the approach of there's a reason why Jamie and I are together. Uh, I trusted the experts and I still trust the experts. I feel they got it absolutely right. Um, my there was no insecurity. Um, by the time that, uh, we went on our honeymoon, um, we were falling for each other. Um, even after watching it, we were, we were living together. We were, we stayed with each other. So by the time we watched the show, um, all of that behind the scenes stuff was us seeing it for the first time. Um, and it didn't change my mind about anything. Um, you know, Jamie is a very awkward person. That's <laughs> just cause she's away from the microphone. um, but you you it's tough to get to know somebody for 6 weeks um you know and and we we took a chance to stay with each other and then by the time the the show aired we were in a good place we were in a very good place and everything about the the show everything about our relationship was at a really good place so there was never any level of insecurity um even moving forward i never took offense to any of it and it really wasn't as bad as it was portrayed um out there so
1: I heard you say I was awkward. Yeah.
0: You are very awkward.
1: Wait, am I still awkward? That was the question. Yeah, but am I still... I am? What do you mean, Doug? You're
0: awkward and I'm weird. It's fine.
1: How am I awkward?
0: (laughs) Are you awkward? (laughs) I'm just... How old are you? (laughs) Okay.
1: This is a really funny story. That's really not that funny. He doesn't know who you are. Doug, okay, you don't have to tell all the stories. Good God. I do get awkward. So we were at Maria Menounos' mom's <laughs> it
0: was her birthday. birthday
1: party, and you know she she had cancer. I was having a
0: good conversation with her.
1: Yeah, Doug was having a nice conversation with her, but she was having cancer, and I was a little tipsy. No, she was
0: having kids. Can- she had <laughs> cancer.
1: Sorry, I meant she had cancer, and I was tipsy, and I just like felt terrible that she had cancer. Was having such a good conversation with her. Yeah, and then I come over and I bend down and I go how old are you? Like she was a kid and Doug literally just turned around and walked away. I did a moonwalk back.
0: Uh, but Thank like, you, Kevin, <laughs> for inviting us.
1: That's Maria. I don't know. Husband. Yeah.
0: I don't know if, um, yeah, if your mother-in-law uh, said this, it's probably not as big as it. If it's I was so
1: mortified because uh, I didn't realize that it came out like in a condescending so way. Oh, I was just, I just like felt my heart broke for her because she had, She was going through such a hard time with cancer and...
0: No better way to lean over like somebody's graduating fourth grade saying, how old are you now? (laughs) But go ahead. We'll get back to the question.
1: I guess I am a little
0: awkward. Just a tiny bit.
1: Uh, Okay. So Suzanne 3519.
0: We're going to go rapid fire. I'm not going to
1: drone on. Okay. Oh, geez. There's more. Um. Holy moly! Did you want me to skip some of these or something or what?
0: No, I want to get to all of them. Every th- every single one was before when I cut it off, so I want to get to all of them.
1: Okay, there's a lot of questions. I know. I
0: imagine that some of them are the same, but yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Let's fi- let's go fire. Oh, you got to go in order because I told people that it would go in order. So talk okay, about so it.
1: So, ID amazing says my favorite thing about watching your season was your confidence in yourself. Jamie's lack of interest at first didn't seem to affect you the way I've seen it affect others throughout the seasons, like with their insecurity. How did you become such a secure person to withstand her rejection in the beginning? Great question.
0: So there wasn't, I didn't feel a sense of rejection in the beginning. Um, And keep in mind too, we didn't have a show to watch before. We didn't really have a season two, season three before we got married. So it was this crazy experiment that was kind of brand new to each other. And, you know, we were, we were these people thrown together. And, um, so I didn't know what to expect. I don't think Jamie knew what to expect. Nobody knew what to expect. Um, and you know, my patients just, I, I took it day by day. And like I said, it, it took me three and a half days before Jamie touched my penis. So, <laughs> wasn't much rejection.
1: <laughs> you just love that story. Okay, so C. Stapleton42 says, Would you and Jamie do another reality show following you around? Are you watching the new season of Married at First Sight? And if so, what do you think about people comparing Jamie to Luke? Love the podcast. Wait so, a second. So people wait, compare me to Luke?
0: I don't think they do. But yes, we watch, um, we watch every season. We watch every show. And my favorite part about the show is Unfiltered, before and after Married at First Sight on Tuesday nights.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: So um, it's not like I take offense to uh, Luke and Jamie, but uh, uh, there are people comparing Luke to Jamie. I'm just not a fan of Luke. Um, I'm not a fan of how he treats the situation. He's very closed minded. Um, the fact that you would even consider saying to a girl that you're repulsed or that there's just like you're, you feel dead inside, like that is just a dick. That is a complete. I feel like there's
1: got to be dick. more that we don't know about, and I try to uncover it and unfiltered. I try to get it out of him, but he's he's very. I just
0: it's it, there's something else. There's something that we're missing because yeah. you, you know a, a guy does not say that, and you know for someone to go into an experiment like this, I know there's pressure. I know there's nerves. I I, I get it, but there's you know these are things that happen without the camera, and it's just yeah. it's he's just he. I don't know. I'm sure he's a nice person. He just It's such a dick move. <laughs> so Jamie, you weren't a, a dick during our season. So, Well,
1: thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I was a vagina instead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, you were an awkward vagina.
1: Yeah, a very awkward vagina, yeah. but a very pretty vagina. You yep. called me beautiful. So yep. there's that. All right. NerdGirl98Carly. She says, In your season of Married at First 8, Jamie said something about she couldn't trust you because you lied about smoking a cigarette. Well, my question was, did you quit smoking?
0: I did um, and it's been a little over five years I, I don't know if you can say I quit smoking because I still um vape, but I have gone from a uh, high nicotine down to uh three milligram so
1: which i'm I would love for him to be completely off it because we have a daughter and I want him to live for a very long time, <laughs> but yeah. that's something it's my
0: baby bottle
1: yeah he uh he is a very has a very addictive personality uh-huh. like and so, I mean, if that's going to be his addiction, then I can't complain. Really, it's nicotine. Way,
0: it's way better than alcohol or drugs.
1: That's it. Yeah. And Sammy's girl. It
0: costs a lot less money.
1: Okay. That's true. Sammy's, but you do stab yourself in the in the hand while you're right. trying to get your fix. So, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Sammy's girl, fifty-five ninety, which I want to give her a shout out because I recognize her handle. I know that she comments all the time, and she's very supportive. And I just really wanted to. I bet to you say there's that
0: Missy girl too.
1: Yes, free Missy. Free Miss Missy, mm, I is, guarantee
0: she's on there.
1: Oh, she's she's definitely like okay. so supportive as well. But Sammy's girl asks, "How would you rate your marriage today? Is Jamie content now? Are you moving away from your family?" I think she means like, are we moving to LA? Uh,
0: we're not. We're not moving to LA, and 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 I wouldn't. I wouldn't want my daughter and family away from my family. Um, as a matter of
1: fact, we bought his parents' tickets out here yeah. because we we like the whole point of me marrying. Into his yeah. like getting married at first sight like, in general was to have a family was to have a family for my future children right. and I couldn't ask for better grandparents yeah.
0: and I, I would um I would rate our our marriage um I would rate it an eight an eight an eight what yeah because I I, I mean so there's too, there's always room for improvement yeah, agree, and actually. you know there's there's times that we're not on the same page but then you know we. You know, i would say our parenting though and and how we are with henley is a is a 10 oh, yeah. um you know but that could always get better too but
1: i would I say would relationship
0: say- wise um sex cuddling everything all in one emotional talks and deep talks i i think you know we we need to or we need to get better at it but we could always get better at that so that's why the 8
1: in full transparency we need to have more sex <laughs> Like fun sex, not just trying to make a baby sex. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's probably another podcast as well.
0: I'm good with either.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know you are. Uh, funny you mentioned Free Miss Missy because she's here yeah. and she says, what was the reason you became ordained to officiate weddings? And do you still officiate weddings on the regular? Whoa. See, this is, these are really great questions. You.
0: That is that is uh, That goes way back.
1: <laughs> See, I knew that she was such a a strong supporter. So
0: my... um, God, this is going back a while. But um, my best friend from growing up was getting married, and he was getting married outside of a church. Um, And so we are big Howard Stern fans. And um, when Howard Stern got married, he got a ordained minister, which actually turned out to be um, Kelly from Regis and Kelly. Mark Consuelos, her husband. Um, was the ordained minister for, for Howard and Beth's Wait, wedding.
1: why? Why Mark Consuelos?
0: They're good friends.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: Yeah, so the, those, uh, yeah, they're good friends. So anyway, my friend Tim came to me and he said, he goes, um, you know, I'm going to be getting married and I want you to marry me, um, <laughs> which I made a really dumb comment. And I said, well, I'm flattered, but, um, you know, I think you got something good going with Alyssa. Um, but... <laughs> I said, of course. So he he was the one that originally got me ordained. I didn't think that I was going to continue with it, but I actually, I felt good about it. Like it was fun for me. And then my sixth grade teacher, Mrs. Hollowell or Miss Hollowell, she gave me <laughs> referrals to other teachers. And it just kind of, for the, I would say I probably do about two or three a year. Um, you know, and uh, recently I did, I would say in the last six months, I think I did two or three, but I enjoyed doing them
1: yeah you're actually really good at it too you're really good at public speaking roxanne McGavern, she's another amazing <laughs> Fran. She says, "What is the best part of being a dad
0: um I think the seeing your your child grow um every every single day and um the best part is just the the teaching part um you know she's so smart and she mimics and everything and and it's just it's it's amazing to see how I don't know. It's just it's a a special feeling. It's like I grow to love her every single day. And um, trying to teach her is just hilarious and she's hilarious. And um, one of the best things is when she comes up and hugs you and puts her head on your shoulder.
1: It's like the best. It really is. And I got to say, you're the most phenomenal father. I couldn't ask for a better baby daddy. Well, that's because you're a great mom and you that makes me fall in love with you like 10 times like a million times more to see how much Gracie loves you and how good you are with her. I'm not wearing any pants. <laughs> Liar. I know. <laughs> Lena KK asks uh, or says, "I am a long distance grandma and I hate it. How does your family deal with the temporary move to California?"
0: They hate it too. Um they, they do, but but thank thank God there. for yeah, thank God for FaceTime. They were out for a full week which we really appreciated. Um but they they hate it. Um you know, my whole family does.
1: Yes. And then Cindy Webb 12 asks, What is the main thing you and Jamie struggle with when it comes to co parenting? Every parent's different. Everyone parents differently. Is there one thing that you both disagree on the way parenting is handled? So, say one believes in spanking and the other doesn't or anything else. Hmm. I would say we're pretty much like right on par. Yeah.
0: I mean, I. it's not like I disagree or it's like, a, you know, I want this and you want that. I I think some of the, the food and some of the, the milk stuff and everything being organic and natural, and I'm sure it's good. It's just, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I just go along with what you, you feed her and whatever's in the, in the fridge.
1: So you're, are you saying right now that you don't like what we feed her?
0: No, I'm just saying like, I don't know some of the all natural stuff and and some of the right. foods, but it, it, like it, she likes it, so I can't really and say anything healthy. about it. And it's healthy.
1: The thing is, is that you know when your family, you know, your mom came to me and was like, "What are you feeding her?" Because I give her a lot of like veggies and
0: or chia seeds, whatever the, those are.
1: Uh, yeah, I give her flax seeds, yeah. and um, you know, and they're like, "What are you feeding her?" But you think I would feed our kid anything? I mean, other th- other than like what I think is the healthiest. No, thing I know. For her?
0: I just it, it's that's that's the only. That's, that's the only thing that I would say. Other than that, I think we're both great.
1: Okay. So Healthy Eats asks, what is the best advice your mom and dad gave you about marriage and parenting? And she also asks, do your siblings and Jamie get along? And do you get along with Jamie's siblings? And she also asks, what does your tattoo mean? <laughs> that's across your chest. And she also asks, what annoying habit does Jamie have? And what is your annoying habit? <laughs> These are really good okay. questions.
0: So starting at the top my my parents gave me um the the best advice that they gave me was just to recognize that you're getting frustrated and recognize when your partner's getting frustrated and stay as a team on things you know it's you have to split the duties um not just with the diapers but you know it's um you have to be aware because there's a lot of emotions and there's a lot of stressful situations and there's a lot of just fed up and you're not a parent. Any parent that says that it's that they don't have that is a liar. But, um, my, I think Jamie gets along with my siblings. Great. I get along with Jamie's siblings. Great. Um, you know, we obviously see my siblings uh, more because they live close. Um, but I always enjoy going upstate to New York. Uh, I think Jamie has a good relationship and it's getting better with my siblings. Um, You know, it's just, it's, it's just, we, we don't see each other every day. So it's, you know, it's, I would say you guys are great.
1: What does your tattoo mean? It's across your chest.
0: I don't, I'm not going to (laughs) say.
1: He doesn't tell anybody. So I feel very fortunate that like, day one married yeah it was something that it's
0: something that means something to to me um and it's it's a mirrored statement that i look into in the mirror um now i have to shave my chest in order to see it
1: but (laughs) sure grizzly bear yeah it's a very it's a motivating
0: statement and the top letters is one statement and the bottom letters are another statement
1: yeah quick question because i know that like you don't share that but like when are you going to share? it If you die or something, like if you were to die, am I allowed I to know. share what it was? I
0: just like holding on to it.
1: Yeah, I know, but like, am I allowed to share what it what it is if no. you were to die?
0: It, oh yeah, if I die, yeah, you could do that. I it's in my will that um, <laughs> you have to cut it out. Oh um, what? Yeah, and we'll put it in a frame and
1: on preserve. from your chest. Yep. No, yeah, we
0: have to skin that part off. And you have but
1: to I do think it would be nice. You know, we should talk about one time like. What we, our yeah, wishes maybe. are uh, when we die. But does Henley have your personality or Jamie's personality? This is from Free Miss Missy.
0: I think that Henley shares a little bit of both. Um, I, I think Henley's outgoingness and some of the phrases that she says are part of me. Um, but she does a lot with Jamie. Um, Jamie's around her a lot more uh, with me going to work. And for right now, for whatever reason, she's in this whole mama stage. So she just runs to mama. Uh, The thing that she says at night when she wakes up is mama, mama. So I'm I'm the second fiddle now, but give it a year.
1: It's so funny. and I love that she loves me (laughs) because nothing feels better. Absolutely nothing feels better than that. Uh, Amy Hens. Asks if life in front of the camera ended tomorrow and your marriage was no longer documented, what would you miss the most? What would you enjoy the most?
0: Um, yeah, I mean, it kind of has stopped for a little bit. There, we
1: haven't filmed.
0: Yeah, we haven't filmed in quite a while, and it's it's actually been okay. Um, you know, we we knew that uh, it wasn't going to be a show that would really continue on. Um, I was surprised that. Uh, it carried on for a couple seasons, which you know built us a uh, pretty good audience and um, a lot of people that that have shared this journey with us. And um, that's the part that I would miss the most. But it's, I mean, we're still kind of we're still kind of in the mix. Like we still have a lot of people that have followed us and stayed with us, which we're fortunate. So that it wouldn't even be like I would miss that part. Um,
1: yeah, I think that in all honesty, we. You know, we were actually supposed to be on the show Married at First Sight, Happily Ever After. And at the last minute, they decided to not have us on that show. And it's probably the best thing that could have ever happened to us because the whole point of us staying uh, on reality TV and like in filming and sharing our journey is so that we can connect with you guys and to just be more present in your lives and continue to grow with you. And when that didn't, so when we were not on Happily Ever After, we were like, well, how are we going to connect with them? And how are we going to continue to grow with them? And that's how this podcast actually came about. Mm -hmm. Uh, And actually, I I tend to like it a bit more because it's way more intimate and it's way more... It just feels way more closer. And also, we're 100% in control of it. We don't have a producer telling us what we have to talk about or you know what what part of our lives we need to share. So it's just very authentic. Yeah.
0: And I, I... I genuinely did like filming. Yeah, we um, do love it. There's nothing wrong with it. The um, the best part. Um, I don't even. I, I mean, it's not really the best part, but um, I I get such joy out of um, watching my mom get recognized. <laughs> like oh, my she mom loves dad, it. They love it. They absolutely love it.
1: If um, we're ever out and you guys see Doug and Bonnie, <laughs> oh,
0: she loves it. She you better say hello right away. Yeah. Was that all the questions?
1: There's so many more. I think we should do a part one and a part two because okay. this is quite a long night. Yeah, there were over been long. 70 I, questions. That's awesome.
0: <laughs> I didn't even realize how long we've been doing this. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So
1: I think that we'll yeah. save the rest of the questions for another time. Sorry. Um, because otherwise our podcast will be three hours long. Got if, it. But if you guys want us to finish the, the rest of the questions, then definitely you know, let us know and we will for mm-hmm. sure do it but we also don't want to bore you to tears.
0: Right. And I mean, probably a lot are the same types of questions, but yeah, a lot of I, them are we yeah, in California, but a lot were very good questions. I was uh, yeah, they're like, questions. I was surprised, but I was, um, I didn't know that that's, uh, uh, that's uh, what a lot of people wanted to know. It seems like they, they weren't really sure how I felt going through the whole marriage, which was, uh, surprising.
1: Yeah. Actually. I mean, it's, kind of not surprising because even i didn't know how you felt like i mean i was like i think he likes me but you don't communicate it at all and you're hard hard to to read read. you're very hard to read mysterious i guess i think (laughs) it's (laughs) sexy
0: well thank you everyone and um i do want to finish uh whether it's going to be um just me getting on the microphone and finishing the sentence the questions or um if we do have a part two but i don't know if uh Yeah, let me know if this is something that you guys like to do because then we'll just put Jamie in the hot spot. Yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate it.